welcome to the First Issue Club podcast, where your weekly comic book reading club that guides you through the muddy and murky waters of the comic book industry through the lens of brand new stories. This exciting adventure into this accessible medium of the first issue. Correct? You are correct. I, I just fact checked everyone. I just typed on my computer. Mm-hmm. Fact check.com. Your abacus looks fully configured. You, as you spoke into the mic, it checked every database and uh, detected no lies. Great. To continue not lying, we've got four people in the room today <laughs> excited to talk about a couple books. We've got Web of Spider Man and the Six Sidekicks of Trigger Keaton. Who, who's in the club today? I'm, of course I'm Mike D. You know this. I'm your consistent mantle throughout the first... Many would say the main guy of First Issue Club. You're the head. Yeah, exactly right. If we were some kind of hybrid beast mm-hmm. that prowled the landscape of the comic book world, you would be our head. You would make the decisions. Yep. And God damn it, we love you for it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I am Greg Licktai, the ass of the beast. <laughs> Mr. New Booty. Miss Mr. New Booty. I am the roundest. I am the cheekiest. And a lot of shit comes out of me. Oh my god. Uh, I'm Caitlin. What body part are you? Uh, um the snot of a beast. I'm there sometimes, you know, when you're like sick. And I'm not there sometimes as well. And you could yeah, okay. The fluids. <laughs> The fluids. You're the fluids. Yeah. Uh, I, like almost... that I, I like that I went with snot. I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> You're the most vital part of any creature, the fluids inside of it. <laughs> You're the inner workings. I guess, I, yeah, I mean, I'm still there, but I'm behind the scenes sometimes. And now we have a new body part Ooh. to introduce. <laughs> a special guest body a part. Special a special body part that only shows part. up once in a while. <laughs> Our good friend... From Boulevard Brewing Company. The tail. <laughs> Adam Hall. Adam, welcome Hello. to the show. I am very happy to be here. We were so excited to have you on the show. You've been a friend of ours for a very long time. You love comic books. True. You love beer. I do. And you tolerate us. <laughs> a lot, actually. Yeah. Which makes you perfect. <clears throat> yeah, I'm like a parasite that the beast picked up in the woods. Oh, hell yeah. like hanging on for a while, and now I've finally got my teeth in. You're like those birds that sit on crocodiles. Yeah. That you, it's like a symbiotic relationship. Correct. Yeah. Mm. You, we protect you from the harsh outside world. Mm, yes. And you keep us clean. Yeah, I keep bugs off of you. It's <laughs> a rough well, job. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Um, you, I can tell you're getting emotional. Uh, yeah. I, I need to admit it. it uh, whenever Adam's in take my presence, I just kind of get a little overwhelmed. Talk amongst yourselves. Um, Adam, you're here for a couple of reasons. One, talk comic books. Yeah. Of course. Two, um, to talk Boulevard beer. If I have to, yeah. We would <laughs> love to talk yeah. Boulevard yeah. beer. We have two delicious beers right in front of us, Space Camper, uh, Delta Ray, and Tiki Slam. Yep, we do. So, you know, I, I, keep, I go back, every time we talk about t- Space Camper, I go back to when we all first met. Mm-hmm. And that was when Space Camper actually launched. A friend of a friend turned yeah. me on to your podcast. And I think I just blindly reached out and was like, hey, we're launching this beer at the brewery. Do you want to come to the party? <laughs> and it was you guys were like, party? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. party. We busted in the room like t- the Three Stooges. <laughs> yeah, drank all of our beer, left a mess. <laughs> cream pies everywhere. <laughs> Uh, so I feel like the relationship is kind of like was born around Space Camper and has grown ever since. So uh, it makes me really happy to be a, have Boulevard a part of the podcast and then for me to 
finally be in this room that I've <laughs> heard so much about. Yeah. And now I finally get to see it. And there's fewer bodies than I thought were going to be here. So. <laughs> When people listen, they think there's like 12 people in the room because we always talk so much. And they're just like, how many people are in the damn room? And now it's, it's only four. It's only four people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've hidden most of the bodies in the closet. <laughs> right. well, I got yeah. nervous when you clean. Like, hey, you clean the when you have company. Shut. Pull the cord. Yeah. <laughs> we do have a special sound curtain. And we told- <laughs> You're in the splash zone. <laughs> Be warned. Pull the curtains. And I get naked. I'm okay. Yeah. I brought some plastic. Yeah. <laughs> So is it everything you thought it would be? And more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Confirmed. We rule. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud of us. I put you in the, in the rule side. <laughs> Everybody else is in the drool side. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to talk about the, the beer too much. Let's just drink them. But I will say, so we got um, Mike's drinking Delta Ray, which is a, uh, a variant of our Space Camper Cosmic <laughs> IPA. Uh, session ABV, really juicy, really fruity, uh, hazy, but low ABV. So you can have a few of them and still, you know, operate heavy machine. Don't do that. Uh, you, can, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, you see, you know, not act a fool. Uh, and then the, <laughs> this, the other beer, uh, and she's great too, because, you know, the Space Camper world, you know, we were talking to Planet uh, about what we we're going to do, how we we're going to activate this year, because mm-hmm. uh, we, you know, we're getting our same booth there. Yeah, Planet and is a local comic con in Comic City. Yeah, yeah, and they, uh, Planet invited us years ago, and it was actually where Space Camper was born. We were sampling Jam Band. And uh, we ran out of beer on that first day just of just giving away two ounce samples to the to the crowd. So we had to drive to the brewery and pick up more Space Camper and then bring or uh, more Jam Band and bring it back. And then after the weekend, I was like, man, we really need to have a beer that uh, that speaks to this crowd and the crowd can identify with. And we can, you know, kind of talk to them and find out what they like. And so as it turns out, one of our designers had this like Silver Age kind of comic cover that he was working on. And the brewers had this really fantastic beer uh, made with this new hop variety. And so the two just kind of got together and then Space Camper was born. And for a year and a half, two years, it was just the Space Camper Cosmic IPA. And then we had this idea of like expanding the universe out and creating variants, but then attaching like this really rad super heroine yep. to it um, and kind of like identifying with the components of the beer somehow. So uh, Delta Ray, you can see she's um, she's just this really sick like green skinned alien that um, she has a whole backstory, which we'll release later. We'll tease later. Yeah. Uh, may- maybe at the con it'll be good, but we're going to have um, these giant like cardboard cutouts of the whole space camper crew mm-hmm. in our booth now. So you can kind of come take a picture with hell yeah. Uh, with not me, but with, uh, <laughs> uh, with, well, if, with if you pay extra, with, you can take a picture. Uh, of yeah. Him, I guess. Yeah. And I'll do anything. You, you need the fast pass band <laughs> to, to, to get in um, Yeah. So we're really excited and we're excited to, to show, you know, the people that, we're there when Space Camper started, and now we can expand this universe and actually provide it some really cool shit to them. And, yeah. Oh, can I talk? Can I cuss on this podcast? I can never remember. Yes. Yeah, because I cuss when want. I'm listening to you. But, uh, <laughs> A lot of people do. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I unsubscribed from this. God damn it. God damn it. Um, and then the other beer I brought was um, was just a fun beer for the summer. It's uh, Tiki Slam. We call it a Tar Island Ale, which is not really a style. I mean, there's not really. You can't like. Google Tar Island Ale. This will pop up so You can, it. but it'll yeah. flag <clears throat> some adult websites. Uh, but so Tiki Slam is just a, a like a tart, like juicy. Like tar, when we say tart, we part tart like lemonade is tart. You know, mm-hmm. things can still be sour, but still super refreshing. Yeah. That mm-hmm. kind of tart with like real juice into it. So uh, it's got pineapple and orange and guava. It was originally was supposed to recreate this uh, drink in Hawaii called Pog, which is passion fruit, orange and guava. Oh. And uh, which is where, I don't know this, but this is where the actual term Pog came from. It was a game that w- they would play with lids to this drink. Oh, Pog. really? And oh, that's how Pogs uh... came from. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> we were, and originally we were going to call this a Pog Sour. But then as we developed a beer, we realized that the Pog in Hawaii is a uh, passion fruit and not pineapple. 
Oh and so no! It like, well, it's not a and people, people, real quick to tell us it's not a traditional pod. Like, oh, okay, this is great and all, yeah, but it's good. But yeah, exactly. No, appropriate school age game. Um, I'll say that while Space Camper is the official beer of First Issue Club, till we die, Tiki Slam is the honorable mention. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. this is a a favorite amongst the club, especially for the summer. It's yeah. just perfect. Mm-hmm. So. I love, and I call it the SCU, the Space Camper Universe. <laughs> yes. I love that it's like connected through different beers and each one has like a different character and this family of IPAs. It's really fun. So it like suits the comic book theme and comic books really well. So uh, we're excited. Yeah. Pat- patent the SCU so I can buy it from you. That's what you're We'll delete this part right from now. the episode. It's fine. <laughs> I dig it. Uh, but yeah, so that's it. So that's what I brought for the gang today for us Delicious. to drink. Delicious. Okay. Transitioning into comics. Mm-hmm. We gotta get your comic book origin story, dude. My comic. What book was the origin- first time you heard of comic books? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so okay, it goes <laughs> comic book origin story. Uh, put me on the spot here. Um, I think it probably. So I, I think it might be just a, a skosh older than you guys. But when I was like eight, right, is when Spider Man and her amazing friends or his amazing friends with the the cartoon was on. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I re- and and the Electric Company was also a. Uh, like a Sesame Street knockoff that had a mm-hmm. Spider-Man, which we're all well, well aware of. Was, he, he taught me the difference between like flies and fleas. You know, that was, uh, you know, um, <clears throat> uh, was it supper and super, uh, dessert and desert? You know, he's really good at like homonyms. Um, um, so I was, and then I went and uh, was at the mall one day and got my picture taken with it. Randomly, there was a Spider-Man. Don't know if he was supposed to be there or not, but he was charging people. Unofficial for, cosplay. Like, yeah, sweet. Polaroid, You'll love to see it. Like Polaroid uh, pictures. So I, I was, um, I wasn't collecting or anything then, but I was really like into it. And so my grandpa was like, uh, who was kind of, he was a bit of a boozer. He's like, look, I, I know a bad habit when I can tell one. So he's like, I'm going to support your habit under the table. So I uh, started reading um, some Spider-Man shortly thereafter. And uh, it was really confusing to me too, because um, the Spider-Man that I had seen in cartoons and on the electric company, right? Canon there um, <laughs> didn't look like the Spider-Man and the comic, the first comic I got because he was wearing the symbiote. Um, oh, it was, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and so that was a real confusing for like 10 <laughs> year old Adam to be like, what is happening here? I feel like I've missed something. Yeah, like something along the way. And then I discovered like this whole like lore, you know, like especially, and it was, you know, mo- mostly all Marvel then. Uh, and then to realize that you could go into these really, I don't say, I gotta say, man, the evolution of the comic book store mm, mm-hmm, or yeah. comic shop or bookstore, it has been just a treat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because uh, I like the first visit to I was almost put off. Right. There's this just really grumpy, crusty dude uh-huh. who was just like, oh, you know, like, yeah. I'm oh, so surprised God. to hear that. Yeah. 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 Real yeah. shocked. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, and so now you go to like a like a shop like Elite, you know, where Will oh, is yeah. just like just a delight. And like it doesn't you know, he's like, let me show you. Like, yeah, it's it's just been great to see this evolution over the years. Um, so that's kind of how I got started. And then I was, um, you know, I was addicted then um but <laughs> i was like I was, I was also like the classic like make the bad decision when you're there like i never really wish i had had this podcast then right yeah um because <laughs> thank remember, you yeah um marvels when they were like hey we're gonna do this oh i remember the new universe 
right? Yes. With like, yeah, I was like, this is it. <laughs> Did you yes. have a flashback? This, yes. this yeah. Is, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, you went is, far away. This is going to be it. This <laughs> is the thing. This is going to be So you can kick me see, out now. Like, his, this opinion doesn't yeah. matter. But then, yeah, I mean, I got burned really hard. Yeah, see was, your local dollar bin to see what we're talking <laughs> right, about. Right, yeah. But, I, you know, at the time, I was like, I was looking for something that was new. You know, like what yeah. you guys are doing now is introducing people to these, like, here's the first issue right. of this. Uh, let me give you an idea of what to expect. Then I was like, there was no first issues. You know, yeah. you're like, well, very true. I guess numbering. Yeah. Short, oh, shortly yeah. thereafter, they, you know, was when the X-Men run started. Um, With Jim Lee? Yeah. That would have been 92, I think. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, it's Jim. 91, mm-hmm. 92. Um, but before, prior to that, there wasn't a lot of like jumping in points. You know, everything is, you yeah. have like 30 years of, of, of uh, backstory that you're trying to. So the, then when the new universe came, it was like, here's issue one of a new character <laughs> and new villains. And like, yeah, I'm like sucked in. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then it, it just um, <laughs> <Didn't> shit the bed. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and it always it always surprises me when I see elements of those in today's storylines, like they pop yeah. in. It's like they're trying real hard. Like, wow, we <laughs> invested so much in this. Do people uh, still not like this? Oh yeah, no, they don't like it. Yeah, no, no, get away not, from it. No, nope. it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, um, yeah. And then just you know, ever since then, I think uh, I, when I, I joined the Marine Corps in '93. Um, and was that I think that was probably the first time that I was around other people who also were like, um, you know, like, you know, like had the same interests than I did, that mm-hmm. I did, but then also turning me on to stuff that they, you know, like grew up with in other parts of the states or other parts of the world. And so it was really like that was when the indie shit started um, falling in my lap. Oh, I'm sure. And started yeah. reading some stuff that was outside of the, you know, outside of the norm. Um, that was when someone was like, well, you never read The Watchmen, you know, you never read, you know, like any of Alan Moore stuff. Uh, so I got turned on to that. And so that was a really cool scene to be, you know, um, <laughs> you know, spend all day like a, around a bunch of Marines, like, fuck, kill, kill, kill. <laughs> and then at night, everybody's like on their beanbag chairs, like, you know, <laughs> reading graphic novels, you know. Um, Has anyone seen my Batman <laughs> issue? Yeah. Silk Spectre's uh, so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was, that was pretty wild. So that's that p- part. Of, I mean, that's a big part of my my comic evolution, yeah. I love yeah. it that most people's like big head transition is when, like they always reference the Watchmen. They're just like, oh sure, they're sure. just like, yeah, like I was reading Spider Man or Batman or whatever, and then like then someone put Watchmen in front of me, and then like my mind exploded, yeah. and like mm-hmm. it's such an incredible book that Alan Moore wrote that is like through the generations has lasted of just like that's a pivotal book mm-hmm. that new readers read, and you're just like either you read it and you're like fuck comic books forever, <laughs> or you're like this is perfect this well, is a masterpiece especially for our generation too because you know comic books for while you're growing up are just like what's available to you in mm-hmm. a grocery store absolutely right yeah yeah so you're picking up just like what can the you most, convince your parents to get you yes the most mainline superhero yeah. stuff that looks as friendly as possible or archie and then you're, <laughs> yeah, uh, if some, you're me some nerd just tucking archie <laughs> into their jacket Please hope don't no one notice. from school sees me <laughs> oh that jughead <laughs> Um, but that transition when you're just starting to like age out of so many things where you're just like, I'm still coming home and watching my Power Rangers, but I don't want anyone at school to know. Sure. It's like yeah. same sort of thing with comic books, right? Oh, yeah. And and those sort of like gateway comics into the bigger world. Uh so crush. That's when you know you're a big kid. When you yeah. when you find Watchmen, you're just like you're like, Oh no. Oh, I think I'm wrecked. <laughs> I think I'm broken now. I can't read well, other baby books. There's something about Watchmen too that just has such a far reach. Because I think I like I wasn't even reading the books, those books at that point, but like I still was aware of what it was, mm-hmm. and it still seemed cool to me. Yeah. And to to have it be that far reaching is just kind of cool. 
One of my, I can tell you one of my, like I, we could talk about this all the time. Like in 2008, someone was like, hey man, you want to buy some Bitcoin? I'm like, nah, I don't think so, right? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know what that is. Um, I remember buying, um, there was a crossover event called Executioner Song. Oh, and, yes. Yeah. yeah. Remember, well, when those were on the shelves was also like the first, uh, the first like run of Sandman. Those were coming out at the same yeah. time. And I remember like every time looking at it and be like, yeah, I'm just going to pick up these eight <laughs> books that all tie together to the story that I'm probably end up not going to liking. And I always, to this day, I always regret not having just picked up one, that first issue. I know. Because now, I mean, I, that is my, that's my mecca right there. That's, oh, really? That's, yeah. Sandman is, that is my jam, dude. That's, awesome. That's my, yeah. So you're probably pretty excited about the recent casting of all. The two, is it, is it or not excited? Well, one of the two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I do. I'm I'm trying to follow it as much as I can with you know, like hesitancy. I guess you know, like mm. I don't know. They've been talking optimism. about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because they've been talking about that for a while. But yeah, I tell you what, I, I guess there's an audio drama BBC did that. Uh, yeah. The same. Yeah. I've not listened to that yet. Have you guys heard it? It's I heard it's good. Stellar. Budget King listened to it. He loved it. Yeah. Well, if it gets his stamp of approval, then it's got to <laughs> be good. It's either awesome or fucking batshit. It's for freaks. <laughs> Freak approved. Before we get into our comics, a little bit of news today. Well, bewildering news, if I may be completely honest. I was caught off guard. Please don't lie to us. Be, please be completely honest. On this podcast, this. we talk about a certain publisher. That publisher's name is Bad Idea. Mm-hmm. We've had our ups and downs with this publisher. We've had our up thoughts and opinions about this publisher. They have a unique style of releasing books. They've been doing some interesting promotions on their websites, all alluding to that they're done, that the Bad Idea brand is over. Yeah. And people- we, let's give some context, too, of what books came out on Bad Idea this far. Uh, we got- ENIAC. ENIAC. We from got- Matt Kent. Tankers from Robert Viandetti. Yep. We have... Um, Others. Wh- Whalesville. <laughs> Whalesville was another Matt Kent book. Rocks it's, and Minerals was like the subtitle or something. It's all these great indie oh. writers and creators yes. on these really abstract and unique books that no one can get their fucking hands on. But the thing is, is they sell out of their print runs immediately because it's we're creating that like vacuum of like these are hard to get mm-hmm. so everybody wants them mm-hmm. they sell out immediately how are they going out of business i don't know Do, are they really going out of business i think it's a pronk I really think, i think they're pronking us i think and they're going to rebrand if they are I, I yeah i was going to say like if they are pronking us like that's so so stupid it's the most confusing pronk ever yeah the worst kind of pronk is a pronk that no one knows is a pronk. <laughs> is a pronk that could actually confuse people into thinking it's real. I'm thinking the 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 word on the street is they're going to start releasing stuff digitally and more widespread than more um, comic book shops. Yeah, because their original idea was we only select a few comic book shops around the country yep. that get bad idea books. That way scammers and scalpers can't get in there before you and sell our product online for higher prices. And that's exactly what happened. And that is exactly what fucking happened. Speculation fueled and everybody, you're selling them to customers. Comic book shops are selling them to customers for cover price. They're kind of forced to. Yes. Because they've curated this list of people. And part of the deal was that if they found out a shop was selling stuff online, Mm -hmm. then they would stop shipping and distributing comics to the shop, which... Hey, I love that idea. Sure. Uh, I hate when I go into my shop to pick up a book I've been reading 
and they're like, oh, we didn't get any copies. Bullshit. Of like Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> and it's like, oh, the book you normally have a hundred copies of. Oh, you don't just have. fucking fall off the back of the truck? If I check your eBay account, I'm not going to see like a <laughs> hundred available issues listed for $15 a piece. Um, so and uh, in the same respect, I also get that like running a comic book shop ain't the easiest thing. And you got to like make your profit somewhere. And that's a great, easy way to do it. So um if you want to stay open and be profitable and survive in a medium that's like kind of weaves and wavers. Yeah. Um, you got to be uh, creative. Yeah. Be creative and do it how you want to do it. But their business model in particular rubbed a lot of people the wrong way and it didn't quite work out the way they thought it would. It seems like their kind of brand presence is a negative one. So they're not really losing anything by mm-hmm. rebranding. They just have like everything to gain. So that's a smart idea that's a good idea (laughs) yeah that they might just like say they're disappearing and then come back as something else i tweeted at them that they should change their name to good idea did you really (laughs) yeah still still no word back from them uh, if they liked it or not so a lot of confusion over twitter about that what is happening so people on one side are just like oh my god they're leaving like that sucks and then the other half is just like this is a fucking joke you morons like because, like, they did, like, a funny video mm-hmm. of, like, like bad idea is going away. And it was, like, very satirical, like, how this video was presented. And so when you well, watch that, Mueller, you're like, then there's no fucking way you're leaving. The mailer that went out was, like, so succinct and abrupt and just minimal information at all that I was like, this cannot be the way that you would announce this. It was, like, three sentences that went out. And it was just, like, bad ideas done over. And I was like, that I don't think that's how you would do that. Yeah. I think official first club issue stance is a joke. <laughs> or or an opportunity to rebrand and the, the name is done. <laughs> Let's just get out ahead of this one. It's a joke. Okay. It's a prompt. <laughs> We've been pronged. You heard it here, folks. If it's not a pronk, come back and tell us we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and ask us why we're saying pronk. <laughs> we're committed to soft A's. Uh, all right, we're going to talk about some more stuff later on our Patreon, if you remember. Yeah. We'll be breaking down some of the Eisner. Which is the Oscars for comic books. That's exactly right. An exciting time of the year for us all. <laughs> for all 12 of us. <laughs> but let's get into what the club was formed for. Talking first issues. Our first one up today is Web of Spider-Man out on Marvel mm-hmm. from Shinnick and Albuquerque. You might know the author Schnick from Flash, old Spider-Man team-ups. He was doing some like one-shots around the time mm-hmm. Superior was coming out, so he's familiar with the character. Uh, I would say so if he's already written for them. I have a question. Yes. <laughs> Before we even get in the conversation, <laughs> why'd you make me read this book? Oh, come on. Okay, here's the reason. In all honesty, uh-huh. one, the podcast titles got to have a big name character, baby. <laughs> we need those conversions right. and plays to keep numbers up. <laughs> so, so there's that selfish reason. Two, before I'd even read this, it was sold out so many places. Wild. It's a buzzworthy comic for better or worse. The reason I think it's sold out of a lot of places, and I think this is wherein the interesting conversation about this comic lies is that it's a sensical entry point for people who are only familiar with Spider-Man via the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Excellent point. Yes. Mm -hmm. Peter's a teenager in this. Mm -hmm. He's palling up with other teenage superheroes. 
We're getting introduced through Peter, the whole world and universe that all of these like New York Bronx related characters live in. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got potential to have these characters introduced through Disney Plus TV shows, movies for our mega fans and maybe teenage readers to start getting people a little stoked about these characters. I think this was pushed as a big release because of that. Now, when we read the comic, it was much more teenage kid oriented than I think a lot of people expected. Sure. Myself included. Yes. Um, An interesting thing this book did, well, two things. One, it, it introduced in comic books for the first time the young boy in Iron Man 3. Oh, that can't be true. I, it, I think it might be. Yeah. Is this a first appearance? In in the comic book form of that kid. Huh. Okay. I forget what his name is in the comic book. Or so maybe it's that's like Harley Keener. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So Harley <laughs> Quinn or something yeah. like that. Harley Jarvis. Keener, Harley Jarvis. Harley Keener, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> Harley Keener, yeah. Harley Jarvis. That show, okay, so that's a reference to I Think You Should Leave, which is a Netflix show. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Uh, the that, trailer. They just announced the second season. Yeah, I saw that today. Finally. I'm oh, hyped. My oh, my God. gosh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I think I just threw Caitlin off with the Harley Jarvis reference. That was a bit we loved. It was like a mean baby. <laughs> Fuck you, Harley. Anyway, yeah. So that's this is his first comic book introduction. I don't think that's true, but fine. I thought this kid was Iron Lad, who was introduced in, don't laugh at me. (laughs) I'm not laughing at you. (laughs) In in like Iron Man, like eight years ago or something. Mm -mm. No, I'm I'm guaranteed this is the kid from Iron Man 3. I'm back in your play. Thank you. (laughs) Second, second you you continue monologuing. I know. I see what you're doing. That's why. Meanwhile, I'm going to vamp a little bit. I'm Googling this. The second thing this did, which I don't know if I love or like, at Disneyland, there is a new Marvel experience that you can go to where different rides are happening and different experiences and different locations you can go to. This is one of them. The web headquarters that we're introduced to in this comic book. You can go to web Whatever this thing and is, and this called. is already a thing. Yes, it so exists. they really like. So this is like if we is read this a comic sort book of thing of like a comic coming after a toy line, or is it like? I think it's just a fun introductory thing okay. of just like, hey, look what we're doing at like Disneyland. Also, it's like a MCU storyline. Yeah, let's pause. <laughs> let's pause. <laughs> yeah, it's him. If we were to read a comic book in this episode today called "It's a Small World After All," uh-huh. based on the ride from Disneyland, that's what we're doing right now. Is reading a comic book about a, a pre-existing ride. Right. That's what Disney. I was saying. Like, is it a comic that comes after the toy line? But I don't know if the ride or experience like sells anything. I think it's just like a fun thing you can do. Like a like they well, had haunted mansion comic books. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is there a concession? Iron Man three, April twenty fourth, twenty thirteen. The movie. That's his first appearance. Oh my god. The movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I just read that like Iron Man three. I'm issue right. Three. I was like an Iron like yeah. Iron Man Volume Four Number Three yeah. is, is like what I was thinking. Yeah. I I was having such a told you so moment. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. In any of the case, Harley Keener makes his first appearance in Web of Spider Man. He's kind of like toting himself as Iron Man's 
right hand man. Yeah. And, yeah. and Peter Parker's a little miffed by that. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Which is Which is appropriate. And it also kind of adorable. Yeah. Like Peter Parker's like, hey, wait a minute. He's kind of my best friend. Like I never he never talks about you. Like, who are you? I love it. It's like it's like when your wife meets your work wife. You're like, wait a minute. These two worlds aren't supposed to collide. <laughs> I don't have a work wife, by the way. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, boy, buddy. Watch. I watch have a work husband. <laughs> <laughs> the fist shaking. I think adorable is a good word to use for this comic. Thank you. That's kind of what I felt when I was reading it. Even like when this, like there was no stakes, of course, but uh, even towards the end, I was like, this, this is kind of adorable. Yeah. I don't think I'm the target audience, but this is kind of adorable. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, and to your point, Mike, I think that. It is a smart, smart move, especially with this expansion into Disney Plus, to create something that a younger generation can own yeah. and can feel that like connection to versus just the MCU. Because I think I think that's there, but I think it's like something that's theirs, which yeah. is smart. You're totally right. Mm-hmm. I I think it's one thing to just obviously the movies are such huge money making machines that Disney couldn't give a fuck about like <laughs> yeah. whether the comic books are selling right right but it's just it is just a nice thing like in my heart and spiritually <laughs> to think about these like young kids who could be like oh this little organization that they have together that mm-hmm. maybe ends up in the movies mm-hmm. i can get a first appearance of that or that's a storyline i'm interested in and i go back and buy the trades and it's something that actually came out as weeklies at one point like that's kind of cooler than getting, you know, adjunct digital content. Yep. Here's a here's a thought exercise. You said that Disney couldn't give a shit if this comic book even exists or how the sales of it goes. Right. Do you think they care if they want to product test a new character that they are thinking about using in a movie or a TV show? Yeah, that's interesting because there's two in here that haven't really been touched upon. Yeah. Yeah. So so we have we have um, a new character I think from Wakanda. Who was like a, yeah. a a young teenager, and then we have um, Moon Girl, Moon Girl. Yeah. who has mm-hmm. had her pre-existing book a few years ago. People loved it. It was kind of a teenish book, um, and Squirrel Girl. Yep. Yeah. Which she uh, they were supposed to do a new Warriors TV show a while back. It's supposed to be on Hulu. Didn't happen. It's still in limbo. I don't think it'll ever happen. But Squirrel Girl was supposed to be a part of that. Um, so I think that Disney and some higher ups at Marvel see comic books. Like this, they're just like, let's test these characters and see what the younger hip kids are saying on TikTok about this <laughs> this new comic book. I think they kind of did that with the foray into like TV with the Runaways and like oh for sure, Cloak and Dagger too. Like they're just kind of going at each generation. Like, yep. hey, we got any takers? Hey, we got any takers? <laughs> Jump on board. Have any of those Hulu Marvel shows really stuck? Was Modok was Hulu right? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That one will stick around. It is, yeah. yeah. I think maybe they hit it more tonally with that one of like what people are looking for on Hulu anyway. Yeah. I really dug both of the shows that I just mentioned. <laughs> we No, The Runaways uh, was, was really good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And unfortunately- and I liked Cloak and Dagger too. It was really it was cool. really interesting. It was like their, ver- there was like their version of a CW yeah. show. Oh, for sure. But like, of course I like that. <laughs> <laughs> what about Hellstrom? Did anyone watch that? No. I don't think that's coming back. It was very, very detached from the comics. Okay. And I think they wanted that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, can you imagine people trying to, like, even get in those outfits? Like, (laughs) it would have been too hot for TV. (laughs) It's like, for fictional characters only. (laughs) 
That should be every tagline. But line. that was a Comic tonally books. different show. And, yeah. You know, it's it's probably right that, you know, you can dip your toe into something in a lower budget in that respect. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Gwen was something that was like an amazing taste test in comics. Mm-hmm. And then it became apparent like a month after that book came out, who was supposed to be a throwaway character. Sure. That it's like, nope, here to stay. Yeah. <laughs> Own comic line. It sells like gangbusters. That was a Reese's new, Peanut Butter Cup moment. New animated movie we're putting out, and mm-hmm. uh, that character is going to be in it now. On Halloween or at conventions, you see little kids wearing Spider-Gwen yeah. Yeah. cosplay now, like crazy. So that worked in some respect. I don't know. Fun to have some cohesivity with the MCU in the in the comic books, as long as it doesn't infringe on my monthly reading and we keep it our mainline comics out of this. I don't want some decision that, uh, you know, a Hollywood room made mm-hmm. impacting. Amazing. Cr- well, I guess kind of like hindering where writers are able to go. Right. Right. They're yeah. the ones who kind of drive the. Angle and direction of the comics. I would hate for Disney to start getting into Marvel offices yeah. and say, "Well, you can't do this or that with Spider-Man yeah. because Spider-Man's doing this or that." Yeah, right. Or we'd like Captain America to do this next week or something, and like now a writer is forced to like kind of can't let him write that situation now because he's <laughs> all holier than that. Which what a great run when Captain America did go to the strip club mm-hmm. and fought all those people. I thought that was really great. Fought all the strippers. Fought all the strippers. <laughs> no, no, no. It was the people that weren't tipping enough and that he was fighting. Because that's not the American way. 20%, folks. All right. Let's move it to Six Sidekicks of Trigger Keaton. This book was out on Image Comics. Kyle Starks, club favorite writer. Sex Castle, Rock Candy Mountain, Assassination. Some great books. Mm-hmm. We had Chris Schweizer also on the book as well. I have so many things to say about this comic. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Would well, Give me one. One. Is Trigger Keaton mm-hmm. supposed to be Chuck Norris? I think I he's... Know. There's a lot of rumors that Chuck Norris was a very hated person. Ooh. Oh, okay. Then maybe yes. Okay. Spilled the tea, my friend. Because they, they like very <clears throat> specifically reference a kick, too, in the book. Yeah, they talk about roundhouse kicks yeah, in this. Yeah, it's making more sense. The log line of this is basically like a white kung fu star mm-hmm. on television is hated by Hollywood because he's an asshole. And he's got this rotating cast of sidekicks yeah. all meet at his funeral. and <laughs> It's sort of like a clue situation. Yeah. yeah, and try to solve his murder. Like everyone hated him so much. It's like, did one of the sidekicks murder him? Like, are we accusing each other? Everyone's are... got motive. Yeah. yeah. Do we need to find out to clear our own names? Because in the long run, people are going to suspect us. There's a lot of like cheeky back and forth like that. It's got a unique angle, though, because by all accounts, he died by suicide. Right. But they're like the only ones trying to figure it out for real. I love, he's got the, the most recent sidekick he has. Who hasn't had yeah. a chance to hate him yet. Yeah. <laughs> Who, yes. Who is like the most into trying to just solve his murder. Spent two days at like a detective camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> training to be a detective in, in this TV show. So now he's like monk. Yeah. So yep. now he's like hot on the case. It's so funny. There was a lot of buzz around this book. Um prior to its release. And the, the the few pages they took as the preview that they've been putting in the back of comics in Image for the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. was such a great selection of pages. Yeah. It was that kind of like funeral scene where they're all meeting and you're kind of putting it together. Sure, yeah. And 
I almost wish they would have started the comic like that because there's a little bit with of, the funeral. Yeah, because yeah. there's a little bit of unknown, and you're piecing it together as it's happening. It was kind of like a better reveal of like what exactly the situation was. But yeah. this book kind of gets into it right away, and we figure out uh, who's doing what. Yeah, I, it lays out the situation like very plainly at the top of the book. Yeah, the first few pages really make you hate that guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, this guy is a turd. Like, like right out the gates. Pushing a kid down yes. that's a fellow actor and like threatening people to, to not help the kid back up. Yep. <laughs> like how more terrible can you be? Just being sexist. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, um, grabbing interns, beating up kids, <laughs> punching the the stuntmen. Yeah. yeah he... And I normally hate lack of subtlety in a bad guy. But in this case, I give it a pass because he's already dead. That's a good right? point. Right. Yeah. If he wasn't, you'd be like, oh, they're going to kill this guy. Yeah. Because right. they're going so far out of their way to make me not like him. I love that he's dead and the incentive people have to solve his murder. Is it, not. Is like not the... necessarily that you <laughs> love him. Yeah. 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 And to its yeah. credit, I don't think it's going in a place where it's like, oh, but he was more complex than that. Because like in the back, sure. when they're talking about like, in case you're starting to feel like maybe he's a good guy, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just he doesn't have like a simple. secret daughter somewhere. Yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> uh, this book had one of those things, and I, I don't know if there's a name for it. Maybe you guys can help me out. Um, it, it happens a lot, and you see it a lot in exposition in either TV shows, movies, or books, or whatever, where they're introducing... Um, like characters or uh, places or things, the little snapshot of the shows, the fictional shows. Oh, right, yeah. I fucking love. <laughs> like, they, the, here's the name. Yeah. Just a, like a, pr- like like a, a TV three guy word thing. tease. What, yeah, yes. the TV yeah. guy thing. Like, what was it? Um, Space Boat 3030. I want to watch that show. <laughs> uh, it doesn't tell you what it is, it, has, it gives you nothing. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one with the NFL player was Frankenstein and Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah Frankenstein and Frankenstein. With Trigger <laughs> Keaton and this uh, NFL star. I, I need to know. <laughs> yeah. What is Frankenstein and Frankenstein? Yeah. And you're like, what role could this action star possibly have played in all of these exactly yeah it's so good i love seeing fictional titles of like books or movies and then just kind of like pondering like what is that movie about what is that show it's this book sets the scene so well that if it were to get option to become a tv show oh you yeah. could totally oh. see it doing like the little flashes like flashes to the yeah. show yeah. yeah like the orange is the new black thing where like you focus yes. on like one character yeah. and their backstory yeah. right but yep. with these shows it would be so much fun. are we writing also, this show it's also like the kill bill thing where you get the backstory and then you have yes. the yeah. game it's very yep. theatrical yes. yes i like that in like on the other side for each character's introduction it was the show that they were on and then the fallout oh, like yeah. in the news mm-hmm. Yep. That was like, or tabloids of like what Trigger did <laughs> to make them hate him <laughs> or ruin this person's life. Yeah, this so is good. this is the thing. Whenever I see like a map or like a lot of yes. different alien yes. creatures, oh, yeah. this is like the the thought that went into the world building is definitely there. And yeah. just to see that payoff really makes me want to invest in this book more because you know that Kyle has a lot to say with this character and a lot to <laughs> show us, and it's it's phenomenal. It's got to be so fun to write somebody this awful. Too. Oh sure. Like there, there's probably so much more frust- so much more frustration that goes into like how what's the redemption arc? Like how do we? And if that's not there, he can literally do what the fuck ever he wants. <laughs> yeah. And it's got to be fun. Did you guys read the, the fake profile yeah, in the back? Yeah. yeah. Is <laughs> unreal. Yep. 
at the, once you finish the book, keep going if yeah. you pick this up. And then the glossy, the next, I mean, here's like yeah. the, the fan club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the fan club stuff. Yeah. Is, so that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. that you didn't need to put that in there, nope. and like people wouldn't notice if you did or didn't. But the fact that you went through the time and effort to kind of write a fake fan page. Just like Malin thing. Just oh my even God. the name martial art was like this is, <laughs> That's so, this good. is so fun. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see like the pitch room of these guys just kind of like coming together and writing yeah. this book. His name's Arthur. He knows martial yeah. arts. He's martial, he's martial art. <laughs> it's like what I like, imagine. He's like the town marshal. Yeah, a marshal. Yeah. Yeah. It's what I imagine the writers' room and like Bob's Burgers that do all the pun names for the sh- the shop friends right. go yep. through. Like, I imagine alcohol was involved. Why not? Amongst Why not? other things, probably. <laughs> oh, from the writer of Sex Castle? No way. <laughs> one sex word. Sex Castle, one word. <laughs> no okay. Or Castle. Correcting Mike today. <laughs> we didn't even say it was you. I already took an L on Iron Man 3. <laughs> I don't need this in my life. The name of this episode is Mike Takes an L. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> Um, th- we should mention this Aww. is a, a mini, so you have a end in sight. Yeah. So this isn't, isn't going to be an ongoing, which I think is right for this kind of book. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a definite story that's going to be told. Yeah, exactly. Like you said earlier, it's it's like Clue, but way funnier. Yeah. And less pieces Clue, to lose. Clue is really good. I did. I forgot about the movie when I said my thing. <laughs> Greg takes an L. <laughs> yeah. Somebody L's going out today. Damn. <laughs> A lot of fun adjunct characters, too. We find, like, there's a coalition or union of stuntmen. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there's, like, becomes a war between the stuntmen. Stuntman war. And these these sidekicks who are, like, trying to help solve this case. And, like, I I hope we revisit that for sure. The fight scenes between stuntmen is pretty fun there's a lot to do there i hope that none of their punches land because they're stuntmen so they're always just Pulling taught up. to throw uh, punches and... uh, i'm dying to know why your one man won't take a fall they, yeah. they keep they yeah. call that out a couple times too like there's oh, so yeah. many things it's like uh, i want to know more yeah and i think he is in particular a lot of fun because he is also like very fond of this Such awful a guy boy. he's like yeah. crying <laughs> yeah. just like tears because well, he loves him and i think i don't know if it's a spoiler or not but this had a variant cover for pride month which we are currently in and he was on the cover the one who was fanboying mm-hmm. uh, over trigger keaton as uh, a gay character oh okay so he may actually be in love with, with trigger. trigger keaton oh wow okay so we yeah. may find out as the story goes on that it wasn't him fawning over him as like an idol it's just like he had yeah a romantic connection with him yeah hmm. so i i don't know if they spoiled spoiled it with that variant oh, but <laughs> code cracker greg over here <laughs> hey listen it's a it's a calling <laughs> it's a vocation <laughs> it must suck to just spoil things for it's yourself a constantly. Blessing <laughs> and a curse. Yeah. to be this intelligent and you know insightful it's a curse you're right it's a curse but enough about me. <laughs> first first episode of Mayor of East Town, you're just like, I know who did it. I don't Ruined know what that is. the rest of my show. <laughs> I, we haven't seen it yet, but okay. I want to. Oh. She controls, it. She controls okay. the TV. <laughs> what? <laughs> she goes, tonight we're watching this, and it's like, okay, Allie McBeal. 
Allie Are McNeil. you kidding? Because do you want to actually cop to who decided to watch that show? I did. Thank you. Where are we watching it? <laughs> like, and I, it's bad. I gotta get to this dancing baby. <laughs> I actually have never seen it, and I kid you not, that's the one thing I said. <laughs> I was like, I, I most, I am aware that this was a thing. I how was are they gonna introduce around? It? But I have no idea how it actually fits into the story. To see the dancing baby litigate, though. Whew, <laughs> Nothing short of phenomenal. I like that show. It doesn't hold up. Uh, the early episodes yeah. are, their reasonings for certain scenarios are just like, ooh, that ain't woke. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's dated. Uh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Like the, yeah. in the second episode, yeah. this the one of the main guys goes on a tirade about how cheating is less bad when it's a man who does it. Because mm-hmm. men, so, yeah. men are only about sex and, and women are yeah. only about love. So mm. We don't need that take on TV anymore. Yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah. yeah. The second. So I was like, ooh. Dancing Baby is coming up soon or not? Yeah. <laughs> well, the Dancing Baby has some pretty risky takes on uh, foreign affairs, so don't look I see. too excited I see, I see. To, to see it. Enough about this Dancing Baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Adam, thank you for joining us today, and thank you more for providing us with some alcohol to drink yeah. while we record the show. <laughs> it's been a treat. For me, too. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Of course. Again, check us out on the Patreon. We'll be there this week talking about the Eisners. We love you. We're in love with you. (laughs) Thanks for being in our club. And go buy some Boulevard beer. Please. Responsibly. (laughs) Buy responsibly. Buy responsibly. responsibly. Buy irresponsibly. And then just drink it. And drink it responsibly. (laughs) And if you're two kids who are like seven or eight, Stand on each other's shoulders, put on put a, a coat giant on. trench coat, <laughs> mm-hmm. and go get some delicious daddy water. Go get some Archie daddy and some water. Boulevard. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Your finest craft beer, please. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have Space Campo? I held it on my comic book show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an adult. First Issue Club is brought to you by Boulevard Brewing Company via Space Camper Cosmic IPA. Our music is courtesy of the fine folks at Primary Color Music. You can find, friend, and follow us on social media at First Issue Club or firstissueclub.com. You can support First Issue Club by joining us on our Patreon for additional content at patreon.com slash firstissueclub.